think younger Gator fans don't really understand the rivalry. They got maybe a little bit of a history lesson this past season uh, when Auburn came to the Swamp and Florida won. Um, but that's a rivalry that uh, it, it's really sort of faded as the SEC has expanded and, uh, and the rotation has been set to where Florida and Auburn really don't play all that often. LSU is obviously Florida's Western permanent opponent. And, uh, and so Auburn sort of rotates. So Florida plays Auburn as often as they play Arkansas, which is, uh, you know, a, a kind of a bitter pill uh, for those of us that can remember when Florida-Auburn was such a heated rivalry. Well, in the 90s, it was sort of at its, uh, at its latter stages of being an intense annual rivalry. So in 94, uh, I was a freshman at Florida. It was my first year there, my first football season. And Auburn had upset Florida in 93. And so everybody knew that Auburn was going to come to the swamp and just get embarrassed. Auburn still had a good team, but they didn't have a team that, you know, people thought was on the level of, of Spurrier's Gators at this point. And I remember being on, you know, campus all that week and uh, seeing the signs up on Frat Row and Sorority Row of, you know, paybacks or hell all burn and the burn was like in flames and I mean this was a game that was circled uh, and Auburn came in to their credit in 94 and upset number one Florida in the swamp and uh, it was the most painful game that I'd seen in person uh, at, at that time uh, in my life it was uh, it we were just all stunned there were seniors that I was uh, really good friends with and uh and they uh, they were devastated by it, uh, devastated by the loss. It was uh, came right down to the end, and Auburn threw a touchdown into the end zone, kind of almost right in front of us. Uh, and uh, anyway, so it led to um, you know a lot of a lot of pain. And so when Auburn returned to the swamp in '96, you know now you're sort of worried. Does Auburn have Florida's number? Are they going to be able to somehow spoil the party? And uh, and sure enough, that did not happen. Florida fifty-one to ten over Auburn. Auburn was ranked sixteenth in the country. Uh, so again, Florida's number one and has been number one now since the win in uh, Knoxville in week three. So Florida's been number one now for a while and has gotten used to holding the ranking. And that's something we're going to talk to James Bates about: is how Florida developed a maturity in in handling that ranking. Um, when they got it back in the 96 season. But this was, uh, just to give you some details of the game, this was the highest point total in series history, the 51 points. Florida outgained Auburn 625 to 173. It was the most yards Auburn had ever allowed in a game. Uh, Fred Taylor went for 110 yards on the ground. Elijah Williams went over 100 yards on the ground. Florida ran for 279 yards as a team. Uh, Auburn's quarterback was Damian Craig, uh, he was 7 of 28 for 82 yards, no touchdowns, was sacked seven times. Um, James Bates had nine tackles to, to lead the Gators' defense. And it was interesting, Damian Craig had, had described the Gator defense as untested in the week leading up to the game. Um, so it was one of those things that uh, to see Florida again go out and be as dominant as they had been when you looked at you know, what they had been able to do since the Tennessee win and just crushing LSU and crushing Kentucky and crushing Arkansas. And, and now the, the beating continues with uh, a, a good Auburn team. So um, 
So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun going back and looking at it on my end, but I know you guys are going to really uh, enjoy hearing from James Bates. So here's that interview now. We're pleased to be joined now with former Florida linebacker James Bates as we celebrate 96. Uh, James, thanks so much for taking the time to speak to us today. Oh, heck yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on. Sure thing. Well, we're at the Auburn game, so this is kind of deep into the year. We're now in game eight. Um, but to me, it, it all goes back to that win in Knoxville. And so I, I sort of wanted to start there with you just on you guys show the nation that the Gators haven't gone anywhere. You go up to Knoxville and, and really rough up Tennessee. I know they, they made the run late, but they never had a chance to, to win that game. And, uh, and from that point on, it almost seemed like there was a confidence that came over you guys uh, because from then on, it was just demolition. I mean, you guys destroy Kentucky, destroy Arkansas, destroy LSU, and now Auburn comes in and it's 51-10 Gators. Uh, Auburn 16th ranked in the country at the time. What did what do you think the Tennessee win did for you guys, if anything, uh, in terms of of giving you guys that confidence that that from that point on it was full throttle? Well, I think honestly, it's you know that's that's such a big game personally. I, I went to high school up there, and, sure, and that was that was my game. You know, for a lot of guys, it was Georgia or, or FSU, but that's that's the one. That's the one that I that I always. Uh, had to beat Tennessee, and I, I'm so glad that we got out of there. My class four and zero against the Tennessee Vols, and so you know, on top of of it personally being a big game, as you mentioned, I mean that's the one that everybody circled because whoever won that game was not just probably, but you know, at that point was was going to win the SEC, and and so it was so big, and they were. They were up there and, and and good, and now Peyton's their guy. It's, it's no longer a, a revolving door at quarterback, and they've got the superstar at quarterback, and they've got us up there, and they're finally going to get us. And they were so confident, but I don't know. I, I just I know that that we had going into that season. I feel like the same kind of confidence that we had, going into the Tennessee game, after the Tennessee game, talking now about the Auburn game. It just we got so close the year before and, and got hammered out there in the desert against Nebraska. And we just, it was such a close knit group. And, and we had so many good players on that team that it was, oh, it was, it was, it was going to be tough to knock us down. And we knew it. And, and, and I, I think that if we needed any kind of a boost, uh, obviously beating Tennessee is just that, that springboard. And, you know, heck we're talking about now, uh, I think you said game eight, there in 96 and you know coming off an LSU game where we just dominated Auburn dominated in in Georgia you know it's I mean to to be able to look back and say that you never lost to a lot of these teams like LSU like Georgia like Tennessee it's just uh it's unbelievable and and I'm so so lucky to have been a part of of so many good teams and, and with coach Spurrier and so many good coaches so many good friends James, I was a I was in college at Florida during the '96 season, and you know it, it's the least I can do to say thank you for for all your uh, contributions to such a magnificent season, and certainly one of the best memories I have as a sports fan. Um, I was also there in '94. That was my freshman year, uh, so I was okay. I was in the swamp when when Auburn came in and and upset the Gators. And how much did did the memory of '94? stick with you guys heading into that 96 matchup uh, back at the Swamp? 
Yeah, I think I think maybe a little bit. I, I think that you know we were we were number one in the nation uh, when they came in and did that, and you know maybe didn't necessarily deserve to be. And so I feel like the mentality. Uh, I don't remember talking about it too much uh, heading into that game. Um, I know that it's always stuck with me that you know just kind of. Uh, for for anybody to come into the swamp and, and beat us because we we just owned owned the swamp and you know and, and it's it's just such a terrible feeling uh, to lose at home and uh, even today if, if you know and you know the the last few years if we'll lose a game at home it just crushes me it's, it's so much harder on me to see the Gators losing the swamp and so it it was. Were, were we number one in in '96? I'm guessing we we're probably number one at that point when Auburn came in too. That's that, right. Yeah, you guys yeah. you guys got the number one ranking after the victory in Knoxville. So this would have been you guys now would have been pretty comfortable. I would imagine this would have been probably the the you guys would have probably held the number one ranking for a good month or so by the time this Auburn team came to the swamp. Right, and shoot, you know it's 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 tough to. I just all I can tell you. Is, so long ago. All I can tell you is that it is. I don't remember much talk about it. I, I do remember that every single week we just got more and more confident, and and just you know we, we throttled some really good teams, and 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 here comes an Auburn team, and and I, I don't know that it really mattered even who who they were were playing if their players were any better than they were in 1994, but I just knew that it was uh it was going to be a tough. Tough chore to, to come into the swamp and to beat the team that we had and, and, and how we were rolling. And it's, it's funny, real quick, I jump back to uh, you being a student and, and saying thank you for the good times. I, you know, a few years ago, I've been teaching now. This is, I guess, going into the fall will be my eighth semester teaching a class at UF. And early on um, was, you know, some, some teams that were just okay when I, when I was teaching. And I used to talk to my students all the time about, you know, how I just want them, not just the players, but I want them to be there on campus when with a winner on the football field and, you know, a team that's competing for championships and, and, and winning championships because it just it just makes a, a, an electric atmosphere, it's a, a magical atmosphere there on campus. And I am glad that, that you and everybody else there in, in the mid to late 90s got a chance to have a taste of that. Absolutely. It was euphoric. I mean, it was really, uh, it was one of those things that, you know, particularly like growing up a Gator, because all you heard, you know, from, you know, your, your dad and his buddies and, you know, your, your granddad and everybody that, that loved the school was, there was always this vibe of, well, wait, something's going to go wrong. Something's going to happen. And this, this is too good to be true. And you guys were the ones that, that put that to bed forever and showed that Florida can get to the mountaintop and, and win the whole thing. And it, there was never going to be that, you know, tradition of Wake Forest with the arrogance of Notre Dame crap that, that you know, we had to hear about before. Right. And it's funny because I didn't really grow up around – Florida football, or, you know, I, I mean, not not at all. I, I didn't know much about it. Dad was a football coach, but we were always out in Texas or or Arizona or, or, or Kansas or whatever. And I just, it was all a little bit of a mystery to me. I remember uh, seeing highlights on ESPN way back when of, of Emmett Smith, and and so those 
were the first memories I, I ever had of, of anything Florida football. And, and I really, the first game I ever saw in the swamp was a game that I was part of the year I ended up getting redshirted. And so I would hear all these these fans, you know, all all the time would come up to me and say, "Hey, man, if we win one game all year, just beat Georgia." And I was like, "Georgia? Why don't you pick somebody we have a little bit more trouble with, Georgia?" You know, but but those those fans, those O ten and one fans, and yeah. I mean, God bless them. And you you heard about those tales, but fortunately, I I, I wasn't wasn't a Gator fan growing up, and I, I didn't have to. To trudge through those years. In terms of the defense and, and you guys really clicking, by this point, obviously, Bob Stoops, uh, you guys are, are really familiar with what he's looking for. It's his first year, but you're now in the eighth game. What was that like for you, that process of, you know, when he arrived and getting to know what he was looking for, uh, you know, from a schematic standpoint, and then seeing that be executed at such a high level to where you guys were now in the season where, I mean, every week you're, you're going out. LSU was ranked. You guys destroyed them. They, they led the SEC in rushing going into that game, and they were 251 yards under their average uh, playing you guys. They were at like 279, and you guys held them to 28. They had Kevin Falk. And then the Auburn uh, Tigers come in. And uh, they only get 173 total yards. Damian Craig, who uh, earlier that week said you guys were untested, uh, was sacked seven times, was seven of 28, passing for 82 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, you you had nine tackles in the game. Where What was that process like going from getting to know Bob Stoops to where you guys were firing on all cylinders uh, in, in dominating these uh, these great programs? Yeah, he came to town and we had – Gosh, we had gone through uh, Ron Zook, uh, Coach Pruitt, and and then so this was our third defensive coordinator, uh, my class as, as seniors, and you know he just he came in and he was he was very businesslike and you know kind of still what you see is what you get when you know he's uh, I know not on the sidelines anymore but uh, but up until he retired and, and anytime you hear him interviewed you know a very uh, Midwestern, you know, and, and just, uh, and it was a, it was a, it was a perfect fit. It was exactly what we needed because we, we needed a little bit more of a, a business-like approach. And, you know, it's, you don't always get that personality and that style at a place like Florida. And so, you know, if, if we would have gone into Tennessee and not played very well and, and lost and given up a lot of yards, then, you know, it, it might've, it, it might not have. We might have lost a couple other games just because uh, of people not believing. You know what what Coach Stoops is, is bringing to the defensive side of the ball. But fortunately, it, it was you know immediately in spring practice. Everybody, he the way he carried himself and he handled his business. You you respected the heck out of him, and and you wanted to you you wanted to win games, and, and you felt like he was the guy that to help you win games by by playing better defense than we had in the past. And uh, and fortunately, it all lined up. And and I'm a I'm a big fan of Coach Stoops. And, I, and I'm actually I'm I'm working on right now. Um, I I'm an artist, and, and I I do a lot of Coach Spurrier pieces and a lot of Coach Spurrier quotes. And I'm looking at it right now. I'm up in my studio, and I've got a a painting that's a work in progress. 
Coach Spurrier floating in an inner tube and Coach Stoops floating in an inner tube. And <laughs> if you saw any of that documentary a few years ago on Coach Spurrier, the believer, yeah. uh, Coach Stoops at the end, he has a, a great line. He's talking about Coach Spurrier before that Tennessee game um, in uh, 1996, how we always had the week off. And, uh, and he made all the coaches and their wives go over to Crescent Beach with him. And they were sitting there, and Coach Stoops goes, yeah, we're out there floating in the ocean on these tubes, getting, you know, <laughs> the weekend before the Tennessee game because of the bye week. And, and Coach looks over at me and goes, Stoopsy, you think those Tennessee coaches are out floating in the ocean right now? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I just love – that, that might be my favorite uh, of all. I've got like about 30 head ball coach quotes that are in my top five. But I think that one might be one of the ten that are in my top three, and I just and so I've, I'm I'm getting ready to do that painting because I just the thought of them out there floating and the thought of of them even going, you know, I mean, it's like how many coaches, the number one team or top five team in the nation, are 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 making their staff leave town and go to the beach when they've got, you know, they're at the beginning of the season and they've got a lot of work to do. I just love it. That is such a great story, and I love seeing your uh, your artwork on Twitter. So I can't wait to see the one with uh, with Coach Spurrier and Coach Stoops. James, I, I I think it's unfair for me to have you guys come on and give your time and ask you about a specific game uh, from '96, but not get into the ending of '96 and the rematch against Florida State, 52 to 20, and the celebration. I know it's a lot. I you know it, it was it was an insane 48 hours, but. What do you take most away from that experience of, of destroying the Knolls in the rematch for the national title and then the, the welcome uh, home that you guys received at the Swamp? Yeah, you know, just it was, it was such a, a terrible feeling to once again get so close at the end of the season and to feel like, gosh, we, we came so close, we worked so hard, and now this truly is our last chance as seniors – and we're not going to be able to call ourselves national champs. I mean, that's that's all I ever wanted. I when I was young, growing up, you know, especially as I got into junior high and high school, I wanted to be a part of a, a big time college football program, and I and I wanted I wanted so bad to to, to be a national champion. I, I just that's that's all I ever thought about. And and here, you know, we felt like we blew it there in Tallahassee. And to to one to get that second chance to have the stars align and for God smiled down upon the Gators as, as Coach Spurrier yeah. likes to put it, you know it's uh, with with Texas beating Nebraska and and and, and the, to to be able to finish up there and, and even for Ohio State to beat uh, Jake the Snake in, in Arizona State out there um, the night before, it, it just it was we were kind of back to feeling like like just as we started the the conversation with you know when we're right there at game 8 of that 96 season i mean we're we're not going to lose this game and you know and, and we shouldn't lose any game and and we we felt like we let one slip um there in Tallahassee and it was a good football team but we weren't going to let them get us uh, twice and it was oh it was such a good feeling to to go out on top with with all my great friends and, and teammates and, and those coaches and, and to go down on Bourbon Street to celebrate with the Gator fans, I just, uh, man, I, I feel so blessed to have, have been a part of, of, of those great teams and, and to be a part of the University of Florida, really, to, to be able to, um, to to help the University of Florida shine even even brighter than it already had, 
continues to and and you know there's there are a lot of great things that go on in Gainesville and the University of Florida now and some of that has to do with 1996 and that really makes me proud makes me proud to go back and, and to be a professor there as well. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, James, I can tell you uh, that you know that season was so remarkable uh, as a fan to get to to experience. So once again, thank you so much uh, for everything you've done for the University of Florida, and I can't thank you enough for taking the time to to relive relive some of the great uh, moments from that '96 season. James, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Anytime, Hayes. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you strolling down memory lane, helping me out, holding my hand because I couldn't remember it all. You did great, James. Thanks so much. You got it, man. Thank you. That was great, Bye-bye. James. Thank you so much, buddy. Take care. Yeah, anytime. Just let me know. All right. Thanks, you, James. Hayes. Take care. All right. Really appreciate James Bates' time on Celebrating 96 and uh, so much fun. I love it when he does the Spurrier impressions. Those are those always make me laugh. Um, go check out his artwork on Twitter. He's got some great stuff up there. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's a really perfect, unique gift uh, if you've got a big Gator fan in your family. Um, so Florida beats Auburn 51-10 to 10 and sort of exercises a little bit of the demon in, in 94. Although, if, again, if you were there in 94, I don't know that you ever fully get over that loss. But uh, but certainly beating them fifty one to ten two years later in their return trip to the swamp uh, was a big help. Auburn coach Terry Bowden actually remarked after the game about Florida, "quote They are by far the best team we've seen in the four years we've been at Auburn. It was just a matter of time until what happened happened. We're playing for a division championship. That team is playing for something else." And of course, Terry Bowden ended up being uh, dead on the money as uh, Florida would go on to win the national title. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Again, Florida 51, Auburn 10. Next week we are going to talk world's largest outdoor cocktail party uh, as Georgia is up. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to breaking down the Georgia game from that season. I want to thank James Bates again for his time and also let you know that this episode of Celebrating 96 has been sponsored by the personal injury law firm of Harold & Harold. Huge Gators, local family firm, available 24-7. You can trust them. Big enough to fight off the tough insurance companies. They've got the ammunition to do that but small enough to maintain that essential personal touch for you. So when you call them, they're going to know who you are, and they're going to be big enough to win your case. And uh, So give them a call if uh, hopefully you haven't been injured. But if you have, Harold and Harold is who you need. Uh, don't settle for less than you deserve. You can reach them at 904-251-1111. So that is going to do it. This is Hayes Carlion. Thank you so much for listening to Celebrating 96 on 1010XL.com.